Dads on Dayquil would like to draw your attention to the fact that the following content is made up of humorous adult material and is intended for a mature, not easily triggered audience. You have been warned. Hello, lovely people. Hello, hello. I'm Aubrey. And I'm Karen, and we're the co-hosts of Chick Lit Podcast. We get lit and read shit. And we're chicks. Yep. So that's, I think that's our Nailed new- Nailed it! That's our, that's our new motto. Uh, so today, normally what we would be doing is bringing you coverage of a either wonderful or slightly cringy children's teen romance novel book, probably, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. YA fiction, uh, and getting drunk and talking about it. But instead, um, we were asked this year by our favorite dads over Zads. here at, uh, <laughs> at the, at the, uh, the dads on day cool podcast to read <laughs> the night before Christmas uh, yes. for this episode. So we're so excited. We're I haven't really read excited. it in a long, long time. Honestly, I, I haven't either. Um, so I guess you want to take it, take it away. More, more professional stance, I guess. Mm. All right. <clears throat> Here we go. Twas the night before Christmas, when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. Why the would stockings- there be mice, though? Aubrey, I'm trying to read but, numbers. Okay. Well, I don't want mice in my house. I mean, I don't know. The things were different back then. Maybe. Okay. Go <clears throat> ahead. Sorry. 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 The stockings were hung by the chimney with care, in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. Oh. The children were nestled, all snug in their beds, while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads. What is that, though? Because all I can think of is the sugar plum fairy from the Nutcracker. I, what the yeah, fuck like is a sugar plum? Yeah, and she has her little dance, and then her dude has his little dance. Like, what is a sugar plum? We have to stop. We're getting distracted. And Mama in her kerchief, and I in my cap had just settled our brains for a long winter's nap. Weird. Our brains? What? I don't remember our that. brains? What? I, what version oh. is this? What happened? Whose brain? Sorry. Whoa, Karen, take over. Smooth brain. When out on the lawn, there arose such a clatter. I sprang from the bed to see what was the matter. Away Breaking. to the window. <laughs> I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters and threw up the sash. The sash? What is that? Is there a sash on the window? Girls in Do white dresses have... and white satin sashes. <laughs> yeah, I know. Girls in white dresses with blue satin sashes. The moon, no? the moon, the moon on the <clears throat> breast the, of the new fallen <laughs> snow <laughs> gave the luster of midday to objects below. When okay. what to my wondering eye should appear but a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer. Who wrote this? It says eight tiny reindeer. I'm not even fucking kidding. <laughs> it says eight tiny reindeer. What? This is just the version that's on Google. I don't. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> okay. I'm a professional. Reindeer. <laughs> so that's canon now. Eight tiny reindeer. They're made, out of, they're made out of metal. Like They're made tin of man. tin. Uh, or with, a, <laughs> with a little old driver, so lively and quick, I knew in a moment it must be St. Nick. A robber. Oh. I think that, I feel like that would be a, we're giving people ideas, but like, I feel like that's 
uh, you just pretend to be. That's got to be. That's the plot of a Christmas movie, right? An old man who pretends to be Santa and robs people. I mean, t- I guess technically that's the plot of Bad Santa. Um, yeah, I don't technically. Know. Anyway, um, more rapid than eagles, his coursers they came, and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen, on Comet, on Cupid, on Donner and Blitzen, to the what top of names. They had what to make him thinking? What was Santa fucking Santa thinking? Santa was hitting the nog a little hard. Santa was hitting the nog He was so the, All those hard. reindeer were just born, was and he was like... Dancer is a prancer of fucking... Oh, god damn it. it. Elf, the, give me some more eggnog. <laughs> to the top of the porch, to the top of the wall. Now dash away, dash away, dash away all. Why is he yelling if he's trying to keep low He's like, mush. Guys. As the dry leaves, as dry leaves that before the wild hurricane. Why is there a hurricane? It's December. Oh my God. What is happening with this? I, I mean, don't remember I, any of this as a I child. live in Hurricane Alley and like it's, we're not having hurricanes right now. As dry leaves that before the wild hurricane fly, when they meet with an obstacle, mount to the sky. So uh, up to yeah. the housetop, the coursers, they flew with a sleigh full of toys and St. Nicholas too. He was there. In the flesh. Were you there? <laughs> stop, stop, Drop nope. some toys on me. Were you there? <laughs> <laughs> and then in a twinkling, I heard on the roof the Ooh. prancing and pawing of each little hoof. Hoof. As hoof? Hoof? Wait, hold hoof. on. Let me. Roof. And then in a, in a twinkling, I heard on the roof. The prancing and pawing of each little hoof. <laughs> as I drew in my head. It drew in my head? As I drew in my head. I'm sorry. I don't Maybe. know what that's describing. What is that action? You drew I, it into your chest. Like you, your head was like this. Like he turtled. Out the window, he like turtled and then he in. turtled. Yeah. Okay. That's what I think he did. I think he turtled. <laughs> okay. As I drew in my head and was turning around, down the chimney, St. Nicholas came with a bound. He was dressed in all fur from his head to his foot, and his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. Soot. A bundle of toys. <laughs> soot. Soot. His head to his foot. A bundle of toys he had flung on his back. And he looked like a peddler just opening his pack. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> Zanta. Zanta. Ooh, Zanta. Come Zanta, down my chimney. baby. Let me ride your chimney. (laughs) His eyes, how they twinkled. His dimples, how merry. His cheeks were like roses. His nose, like a cherry. Weird. I don't understand. I think he might have high blood pressure. Are you okay, Zanta? Are you you okay, Zana? Um, Are you all right? Are you having a heart attack? Zanta, baby. (laughs) Slip your dick right under my tree. Oh. This no, it's into the stocking. You, you put the candy cane into the stocking, and that's yeah. No, I don't think that's a good analogy. His droll, <laughs> his droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow, and the beard of his chin was as white as the snow. So the s- what did his droll little mouth was drawn up like a I don't bow? Like, I don't like how they're talking about Santa's droll little mouth. <laughs> I- <laughs> Ooh, Zanza, you got a draw little oh, mouth, baby. Oh. Full of jelly. 
The stump of a, oh, he's a smoker. The stump of a pipe he held tight in his teeth and the smoke it encircled his head like a wreath. And he, he smoked had, marijuana. Oh, yeah. You know Santa getting high every day. Santa getting lit up yeah. in this piece with I a just, pipe. <laughs> <laughs> smoke weed every day. <laughs> smoke weed every day. He had a broad <laughs> He had a broad face and a little round belly that shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly. Yeah, jelly! Give me some of that jelly, Santa. He was was chubby and plump. A right jelly old elf. And I laughed when I saw him in spite of myself. You laughed at Zanta? Don't be laughing at Zanta. How fucking dare you? How rude. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head. (laughs) Soon, soon, sorry. What? Soon gave me. Soon gave me. Sorry, I'm. My mind is just in the. A wink what? of his eye and a twist of his head. Soon gave me to know I had nothing to dread. Santa about to give head. That's what the line's next. I think I'm about to give Santa some head. Oh, he, he spoke s- not a word. <laughs> he, he spoke not a word, but went straight to his work and filled all the stockings, and then turned with a jerk. I With just jerk. This is so much dirtier than I remember. Oh, that's not what it's supposed to be. Okay. And <laughs> and laying his finger aside of his nose and giving a nod up the chimney he rose. I would have shit myself if I saw so somebody do that. This is what I'm getting. He came down, got some head, jerked off in all the stockings and then was like, "Okay, bye. I'm out." Um, on dancer or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> He sprang to his sleigh, to his team gave a whistle, and away they all flew, in like the down of a thistle. But what I heard him is the down of a thistle. Get down with a thistle! <laughs> get up, come on, get down with a thistle! <laughs> God damn it. But I <laughs> But I heard him exclaim ere he drove out of sight, Happy Christmas to all and to and all to all. A sexy night. A good night. Ooh. Sexy. Um, Down like a thistle. Come up, come on, down like a thistle. Oh, oh. Okay. Well, um, I hope it was professional enough for you guys. I'm sorry we're like not on your level, I guess. We um, we're hope that your our minds are in the gutter constantly. Face is filled with Christmas fucking cheer. Christmas goddamn cheer. Fill your face with Christmas cheer, damn it. Bah humbug. Give Santa blowjobs. That's the moral of this story. Um, the story, yeah. Keep the children in bed, get head from Santa, and bounce. Yep, absolutely. Um, so, anyway. Um, chicks Bye. out. <laughs> Santa. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. Ho, ho, ho. Rudolph with your nose so bright. Rudolph's just a fucking Karen. I made Santa special cookies. Santa's got diabetes? Oh, oh, oh. Don't you know a kid always wins against two idiots? (laughs) 
What did the gingerbread man put on his bed? Uh, the gingerbread woman. <laughs> his cum drop buttons. Mm. A cookie sheet. <laughs> that was way worse than I thought it was. I fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> when I saw that, I was like, this sucks so bad. This is perfect. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is right up the Dad's on Dayquil alley. <laughs> Episode 75, Dad's on Dayquil Christmas special. I'm Jordan, a.k.a. The Gnome. I am Josh, a.k.a. The Dome. I'm AJ, a.k.a. The Stoned. And I'm going to throw it to AJ because we have a special guest today, and he's going to get to introduce this guest. Hell yes. My guest today has been one of my best friends for a long time. We've known each other since high school. We were master debaters together. We did all the masturbation together and masturbation together. And we still do. We have famous TikTok star. We have the man, the myth, the legend, Casey Rosenberg. Casey, how you doing, buddy? I am doing amazing. Well, first of all, thank you for having me on, you three. Because I I was so excited when I heard AJ was doing a podcast. And I can't believe this is episode 75. I know. So I, yeah, I, yeah. I'm just, it is an honor to be here, gentlemen. Amongst the, we're, the dadness. We're mere piddly winks compared to like what are you pat like are you at four million now on followers yeah hopefully like what are we at (laughs) (laughs) hopefully soon we'll we'll get there i think i I reached three million not too long ago and uh you know for every million is how many listeners we have (laughs) (laughs) divided by a hundred (laughs) thousand not including chet not including chet or fbi agent he doesn't count so for our dad people though what uh you want to throw out your TikTok uh, page out there and tell people what it's about? Sure, sounds good. So, uh, like AJ said, AJ and I are you know best friends for a long time. My name's Casey Rosenberg. I make TikTok videos on TikTok. Casey Rosenberg, spelled the same way as Josh. And what I do is I do family friendly, uh, you know, fact videos. And <laughs> yeah, yes, Mister AJ. <laughs> I was just going to ask Josh to spell it for us, but <laughs> we let the it go. The fucked up part is, is I knew, I knew what it was. Go- I knew what it was about. Yeah. The second I saw your face, I was like, oh, geez, I know. It goes. And I had to look down. I looked down at my name and I was like, oh, I don't fuck this up. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. But so I do. Uh... Anyway, sorry. We interrupted you. Oh, no, but ne- never, never. Sorry. No, sorry. Sorry. Free zone on uh, dad's on Dayquil. But probably true. <laughs> I uh, started making family-friendly fact videos, and one thing led to another, and every day now, uh, make a new fact video, uh, maybe two. I started working with LinkedIn, so I also do sort of LinkedIn educational content that will be coming out in 2022. That includes, you know, how to write a resume and basically the things that all dads need to know uh, to get a job to, you know, buy the case of beer at the end of the day. Hell yeah. I like really it. Cool. He also has his law degree. <laughs> that is true. Oh, that's important. <laughs> <laughs> also, also a thing. Yes, I, I graduated uh, law school this past May. So we'll, the, the goal is to take well, the congratulations. bar exam. Thank you. Thank you. Goal is to take the bar exam in February. But until then, I'm in a content creation limbo. 
Okay. That's fine. Let's just make yeah, sure yeah. you pass it because we're going to need you at some point in our career. Yeah. Right. Hey, Casey, can you throw us like 10 followers this week? We'd like to get 20 downloads. <laughs> also, Casey, we have three new lawsuits. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because if, if, if the content creation doesn't keep you employed, we definitely will. Yeah. No, at uh, some point. AJ's promise. <laughs> AJ sent me a three terabyte Dropbox invite the other day with all of his crimes so far. So I'm going to have a lot of work ahead of me. <laughs> you said what? This was just episode one. <laughs> that's 75. Um, well, that's 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 dope. So we have a popular TikToker who's also a lawyer, which just bodes perfectly. In a, you just walk in here with a big set of balls, which works perfectly because we're partnered up with Shinesty. That's S-H-I-N-E-S-T-Y.com. And you can get some ball hammock technology boxers. They might not have a big enough size for them. You know, us, us little dick guys over here, we're good. Like with small balls, you know, we fit fine. But uh, Dads on Dayquil uh, supports Shinesty and Shinesty supports us with Dads on Dayquil10. That's the code at checkout. D-A-D-S-O-N-D-Q-U-I-L-L-1-0. Uh, Casey, if you want to make a podcast, um, don't. It's highly <laughs> not recommended. Oh, oh. But if you do, go to Podbean and use codes DADS, D-A-D-S, and you can get a free month on whichever uh, tier you choose. Anybody else out there? Also, on the list, Entertainment, Rogue Rooster Media, and a big special thank you to the Chicklet Podcast for kicking this episode off and reading Twas the Night Before Christmas. It's a now two-year tradition. Two different podcasts have done this. Who's next? We don't know next year. Maybe we'll do like a Hanukkah one. I'll find a Jewish podcast and they can do some kind of Hanukkah reading. Yeah. Maybe. No, what we need to do is we need to get Jake the hater to just bitch and complain that Christmas is should be the only holiday and just have that be like you know, a he 10 is, minute he is, he is very, very jolly kind of a guy, which is surprising for his normal concept of mm-hmm. who he is. But um, dad stories. Is that what we're hopping into right off the bat? Yeah. Yeah. We need to get him out of the way. I'll go quick. Uh, so I had a pretty generic week this week, um, but today we have family in town. My sister-in-law's in town, her and, and my nephew, and we were actually just doing Christmas cookie decorating right before we started this shindig. So um, it's not a competition, but my cookies look the best. So what about you, Stone? It's always going to be a competition if it involves you. That's true. <laughs> it's not a competition. It's about family. Fuck your fucking cookies, motherfucker. He's two months old. What are you doing? Game first, you're last. Sorry. <laughs> he first, you're last, you piece of shit. Um, <laughs> it, was a, it was a pretty quiet week for me. Um, Avery's been at her aunt's house since last night, and uh, I've just been, you know, a couple last minute things for Christmas shopping. I've been actually doing a lot of Christmas shopping since Black Friday. And I've gotten a lot of stuff done. Um, Casey, I actually just got Darius's uh, Christmas present in. And uh, he won't listen to this till it drops. But it's actually like like really nice, no good monitor speakers. Ooh. And uh, yeah. The and logic. you know, like he's really he's really into music production, mm-hmm. dude. Um, and like I'm so fucking excited to give it to him. Like he's going to be fucking stoked about it. It's gonna be right great. now, I'm just taking notes on um, what I need to get Darius. Oh, this is good stuff. Keep it going, yes. AJ. So good, so good. Um, but yeah, just doing like Christmas shopping and stuff, and uh, getting stuff wrapped. And I've been feeling like super jolly this year. And you know, this has been like my first year out of kind of the rut I was in from like the last kind of two years. Um, so it's been like really nice to really be in the Christmas spirit. 
except kind of today when I had to, I had to write something for something that's going to happen later. For a little bit later you know? on. <laughs> I, do, I agree with on. you, but I had the opposite. <laughs> like, I felt like I've been out of the Christmas spirit. I felt really? like, I don't know, it just felt off this year, but I've, as I've gotten presents and wrapping them and, you know, the cookie, now it's starting to all come together. But I don't know, it just felt felt off this year. It, it hadn't felt like Christmas or Christmas season, to be honest. Mm-hmm. You know, Grandma said the same thing. She was like, I just can't get into the Christmas mood. I don't want to bake. I don't want to wrap gifts. I don't even want to watch Christmas movies. And I was like, really? Oh, damn. I feel like it's <laughs> it's reversed. AJ's over there with a Santa <laughs> hat on, smoking out of yeah. his pipe. <laughs> yeah, but they're like, ho, ho. <laughs> and everyone else is like, fuck Christmas this year. That's funny. I've, I've, I've been more than in the freaking mood, man. I, uh... I was just telling Jordan that I, I wrapped Elias's present here yesterday and uh, decided to go a little funny with it. And I put in a bunch of used socks and used underwear into a box and mixed into it is the money. Because, of course, you know, he's he's at that age where he doesn't care about gifts. He just wants money. So I really hope that some of them have skid marks on them. Oh, I made sure of it. <laughs> and one oh, of the I, socks I, is I, crusty. <laughs> All the socks have holes in it. All the socks have holes in it. And I took a piece of chocolate, Hershey's chocolate bar, and I made some made some skid marks on them. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I like it. So, no, I, 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 got a, I got an early gift from a, a buddy of mine. Um, we had had this running joke going for a long time that he was going to bring me in an auto blow. And uh, if you don't know what one is, um, look it up. I'll let you do the research. Uh, it is what it sounds like, auto blow. Um, and it was a joke. I never thought that he was going to do it. He kept saying, he's like, I got an extra one at the house. Do you want it? And I was like, yeah, whatever. Just, you know, bring it to me. And then all of a sudden one day he shows up and he's like, hey, I got something for you. And he pulls it out. Um, was it being modeled? Uh, the box was open, um, which was a little frightening. And I was like, what the fuck is this, dude? And he's like, hey, you said you wanted it. I was like, I, didn't, I wasn't serious. So me being me, I take it anyway. I throw it in my front seat of my car, and I move on with my day. Forget all about it. Uh, cut to about, I don't know, a couple hours later when I'm at work, and a coworker needs a ride somewhere, and it's still sitting in my front seat. Awkward moment ensued. Yeah. Um, and I'm not sure what was more awkward, though, was me if it was me knowing that it was there or if it was the fact that she didn't seem too phased and just picked it up and chucked it in my back seat like she had seen seven of them prior to me. <laughs> like, she was just like, here, let's get this out of the way. <laughs> chucked it right in the back seat, sat down like it was nothing. I was just like, all right. So the third car this week. driving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> the rest of the day I was on edge. I was like, fuck, man, HR is going to call me any minute now. I can see it. This sucks. <laughs> uh, other than that, my week was good. I don't have any real dad stories. Um, I did yeah, your week off, right? On the house. No. Well, yeah, from the kids. Yeah, yeah we um, we did go out and celebrate with the kids. The kids had, had done really good in school, and um, they had some issues with grades, you know, due to – the separation and things kind of finally hitting hard um, with the holidays. Well, not everybody they, can be a mega mind like the kid from the recital, you know. Oh no, dude, that kid's got that kid's got straight A pluses, plus pluses because he gets yeah. extra extra credit. Yeah, if he gets oh, an yeah. A plus, he's disappointed. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. His, his dad's gonna go get milk and never come back. <laughs> <laughs> so they they did good they the kid the kids did a, um a lot of hard work a lot of studying and they brought their grades back up to where they were acceptable for them which is a's and b's 
and um yeah and so we took them out we went and, and did some go-karts and some mini golf and stuff like that so but that was on saturday and then today's my mom's birthday so tonight after this i get to cook her dinner and uh yeah have a little cake cool well, hearing all of these dad stories makes me realize I'm behind the eight ball. I don't want to derail this podcast episode, but I <laughs> am throwing this out there. I think I need to recruit all of the dads listening. I need some help making a Tinder profile here. Oh, so we got you. I, I think got you. Okay. I think what we might need to do is take a poll of all the dads out there. What I should have on there. I need your best pickup lines. I need your best bios and descriptions. So this is just, well, I'm being selfish for a moment, my dudes. <laughs> throwing it out there. Send suggestions make, gonna, my we way. We will make a post for this and throw it <laughs> I on love it. all of our socials. Um, which also, uh, stay tuned, Dayquil Nation, because we do have some uh, news coming up for the new year. And part of it does actually involve, for real this time, a Patreon. So, mm-hmm. um, As well as Discord? Yeah, yeah. We will, we will be coming at you with a lot of news but we will have a patreon and we will have uh some tiers some cheap tiers we'll have the ultimate tier though for fifty dollars you can lend us fifty dollars go to the store for milk and never come back to us once a month fucking once great a month. Um, you get a, yeah. you get a spin on the auto blow <laughs> that's great that's great um and then also before we before we start moving on further for those listening to this we don't, maybe somewhere around this maybe it's already out when you're listening to this uh, we are doing a dad's drunk karaoke the same night that this episode drops and we have some special guests some podcasters some non-podcasters and we are going to have a fun evening of debauchery and singing. And our, our producer is going to make an appearance. Excellent. So get ready for that. Excellent. So for, for all of you Randy? Who that, that Randy is not real. Yeah. <laughs> Randy is not an auto blow. Yeah. Randy will that be present. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Sometimes you wish Randy was an auto blow, but. <laughs> hey, speaking of presents, I got a question for you guys. Yeah, what's up? Hmm. What do you call a kid who doesn't believe in Santa? Dead. A rebel without a clause. Oh. <laughs> I was just going to say, do it. <laughs> also acceptable answer. <laughs> oh, oh shit. I can't forget. I cannot forget. We do have that guest dad story. I got I to gotta read that. So mm. um, Casey Jane sent us this email a couple weeks ago. I said last week I would read this dad story. So here it goes. I'm not a parent, nor do I hope to be one. Sorry, not sorry. But I have a story about my dad that makes me chuckle now, every now and again. If it's not worthy to be on the podcast, that is A-OK. There's nothing that's not worthy to be on this podcast. Everything's worthy. Stops it right there. (laughs) (laughs) That was a great story, Casey. Moving on. (laughs) Uh, When I was about four or five years old, my dad took me to the park that was a couple blocks from my house. He's a much older guy. He had me when he was 45 and has a stereotypical biker build. My favorite activity was trying my hand at the monkey bars, and I was pretty good at going across quickly, while my father's favorite was reading the paper. There was a small, more younger kid monkey bar set and an older child teen set about eight to nine feet off the ground. Yeah, I still can't get on those, Casey. So, I was working my way up to going across the taller monkey bars and may have only done it once or twice completely on my own. 
without dad holding me, but still there to supervise. One day I felt particularly brave and wanted to get faster at crossing the older kid monkey bars. My father took his normal seat, reading the paper when I attempted. I ended up missing one of the bars and fell about six feet right on my back. (laughs) I can hear the wind leaving your body as I read this. (laughs) (laughs) On the sand, I might add, knocking all the wind out of me. Obviously, as the pain hit me, I started crying for help because my child brain thought I was dying. As I cried, my father slowly locks eyes on me, folds his paper neatly, puts it beside him, does a stereotypical dad grunt as he rises, (laughs) stretches. I can picture this entire scene as I'm reading this. (laughs) Puts his hands in his pockets and slowly walks over to me. At this point, I'm bawling my eyes out, and the pain is astronomical. Because obviously I'm dying, he locks eyes with me, and first thing out of his mouth was not, are you okay? Or where does it hurt? It's going to be okay. Breathe. But, well, did you learn anything? And in normal sarcastic fashion, I said between snobs, don't fall off monkey bars. He laughed and watched me struggle to get up for about 10 minutes before finally making sure I wasn't broken. There you go. That's great. I I don't know why, but I picture your dad as Vince Vaughn. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And and what's funny is that the sound the sound that I heard when you had said that the wind was knocked out of you was the same sound I hear whenever any dad gets up off of the couch or up <laughs> off of the ground. <gasps> so we, we appreciate the email story. Everybody that's listening to this, if you have a dad story, whether it be your parent, you're a parent, whatever you want, send it to us. Dad's on dayquill at gmail.com I almost said dad's Forget on that pause. <laughs> I almost went with our, our, our code dad's on it's only, it's only episode 75 I, I know yeah, right? <laughs> we've never done this before okay uh, so um, it's been a while since we've done it this has. and mm-hmm. we've only done this a couple times and I would say the very first time we did this it was an absolute fucking banger mm-hmm. and a blast what better time to bring it back than Christmas and everybody's listening to Christmas stuff watching Christmas movies. We're going to play a little game of Dad's Advocate. She was like, the green monster. He's a good guy. Gruber was a good guy. The kid is a selfish sociopath. Well, we are here to hopefully ruin your favorite Christmas movie because we're going to play a little game of Dad's Advocate where each one of us takes a Christmas movie and just tears it to pieces. We're going to let I the stone this. go first. Go ahead, stone. Is, oh, shit. This is my favorite. Yeah. So Maybe oh, we shit. can make this like a uh, like once every six weeks on Patreon thing. <laughs> like a special. Because yeah. it's hard to do this. Like, it takes a lot mm, of time yeah. to sit there and, mm-hmm. and do this. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I watched my movie twice. Not because I had to. Because I wanted to. But I watched it twice. <laughs> well, it's because the auto blow settings were like for four hours. She doesn't like it rough, bro. What it, it's weird. What it really was is he was watching it, and he paused it at some scene because he was like, you know, I'm going to go jerk off. And then oh. he goes and does the deed and was Whoa. like, hey, I better get back to that movie. Restart movie. <laughs> My movie's Die Hard, bro. <laughs> yeah, you, you, were, you were dying hard. That's right. <laughs> Choke me, daddy. All right, Stone. Hans <laughs> Grimmer. All, right, All right, so fuck you, MGM. Fuck you, Channel 7 TBS, for playing this fucking movie year after year, nonstop, (laughs) on Christmas, all day long. I'm talking about the fucking Christmas story. 
It's not a movie you want for your kids to be watching, period, because Ralphie, the main hero in quotations, is one of the most disrespectful and horrible fucking children I've ever seen in my life. The three main reasons why this kid should be looked at as an asshole, little bullshit heathen, bad influence, and not a hero. One, the dude has no loyalty. His best friend got triple dog dared into sticking his tongue in a fucking frozen pole. Bitch, you know what's about to happen. You're just gonna let your boy go down like that? Sure as shit, the kid got his fucking tongue stuck. When that bell rang, no one, and especially Ralphie, notified anyone that this kid was stuck to a freezing pole in sub-zero temperatures in Chicago. Like, what in the fuck? This kid literally probably fucked up his taste buds for life. Bro, how are you going to be his wingman later in life when he doesn't want to eat any pussy because he can't taste shit? The pure audacity. He's not a bro you want in your corner. Channeling my inner Jake the Hater right there. Shout out to you, buddy. Number two, the kid is a selfish sociopath. Everyone needs to stand up to their bullies at some point in life whether it be themselves or someone else. But you don't have to be fucking cruel, dude. Yeah, sure, the other kids in the movie bullied the shit out of them and whatnot, but the bullies at least had a line they didn't cross and they showed mercy. That little shit fuck did not, and he beat the ungodly hell out of the main bully. To the point where the other bully was like, hey, I, I think that's enough, white flag, white flag, we get the point, we're so sorry. No, like that ungodly what in the fuck that did not need to happen you really want your fucking kids looking at that kid like he's the hero no that kid is a little fucking savage holy shit i'm ranting so much i forgot where i left off in my paragraph here but anyways did the bully deserve an ass beating like that yes and no he deserved an ass beating yeah but that bad not really dude not that really at all also one of his other friends, he put down the fucking pipe because he was like, oh, I said the word fuck. Where did you learn that word? Oh, it was my friend. I'm just going to deflect blame instead of taking responsibility. And now his friend got the ungodly shit beaten out of him by his parent. Fuck that kid. Number three, he does not give a damn about what anyone says. Boys, to the three of you, what is the most quotable line in that movie? You're going to shoot your eye out. You're going to shoot your eye out. Exactly. Who all told him in that movie you're going to shoot your eye out? Santa Claus, mom, dad, teacher. Fucking everyone in that movie told him he was going to shoot his eye out, but he didn't give a fuck. He just wants to get his way. He manipulates every word he says and every move he makes into getting his parents to get him the Red Rider BB gun. Granted, it was a different time in the 60s, and it was okay in quotations to have an 8-year-old have a BB gun. But shit, it's really for like a teenager to have, especially that it's a fucking metal BB gun, and that shit's enough to wound and kill small game. So what happens when he gets the gun? He shoots his fucking eye out. Why? Because the dipshit stood too close to the fucking target and it ricocheted right into his fucking eye. The little shit fuck went inside without closing the door and went to his mommy because he fucked around and found out. Oh no! Also, he left the fucking door open. What happened when he left the fucking door open, boys? The gang of neighborhood dogs <clears throat> ran inside their house and ransacked their Christmas dinner. His parents worked so fucking hard to get the money to buy that Christmas dinner and prepped and prepped and prepped it only to have that little shit fuck take it out in two seconds because he left the goddamn door open. Fuck Christmas story. Fuck you, Ralphie. I hope you burn in hell. I rest my case. That was beautiful. Oh, Stone, Amen. that was beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Thank Amen. You.
Thank you. If you ever need an assistant attorney, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for opening and closing <laughs> all day. Glove don't You're fit. Like... Glove don't fit. <laughs> glove don't fit. Take the other glove off, dumbass. <laughs> um, um, excuse me, Stone. That's a sock. <laughs> my bad. I can't see where shit. I'm stoned as fuck. <laughs> uh, Dome, do you have all your Christmas shopping done? Um, I don't actually. Of course well, don't. all of the shopping is done. I have to make two gifts. That's acceptable. Stoned? So. Is all your shopping done? For the most part. Like, maybe just a couple stocking stuffers that I usually get a couple days out. But the but big stuff, that, the main stuff. The big stuff's the done. The squeeze is mm-hmm. done. Okay. Casey? Mm-hmm. Yep. Is most of your shopping done? This was, I think, the first time I actually got it done, and it was not Christmas Eve. So I'm taking that as a win. All right. Well, this one goes out to all the late people out there. We're talking about Jingle All the Way. Okay? So. <clears throat> no! McDonald. <laughs> okay, so the we, have, we have a movie that takes place in Minneapolis. Okay? We have a gentleman named Howard Langston, played by Arnold. Now, what I don't like about this is there's a couple things I don't like about this. So the way the movie kicks off, it it kicks off with this thing called Turbo Man that looks like a Power Rangers-esque kind of scene going on. And his son, Jamie, is infatuated with this, right? As all kids would be if they saw this and, you know, you're eight, nine years old, you want Turbo Man. That's the hot gift. Now, mind you, this movie's made in the mid-90s when toy crazes happened and craziness ensued. So what would be the appropriate thing to do? Oh, I don't know. Maybe the mom who's a stay-at-home mom could have gotten the gift while Howard works his balls off at work, being a dad providing for the family. But no, she couldn't do that. But I'm not giving Howard a pass either here, right? Because Howard has to go to work every single day and has to come home every single day which means he probably passes stores quite often. And had he actually talked to his kid, he would know what his kid is into, but he doesn't, right? He just expects his kid to sit in front of a TV and fucking learn, right? Great, great job, great job. So the way the movie plays out is now Howard has to lie to his family and say he's running to the office. Well, now, you know, can't spell families without lies, but here we go, we're lying, right? So here he goes, he's gonna go and get this Turbo Man doll because he's just going to go to the first store he can get and find this thing, and game over. Jamie's going to have a great Christmas, right? Wrong. Howard runs out and finds out that you can't find this doll anywhere. It's nowhere to be found. Mind you, this is Christmas Eve. He's got one day left, right? And he runs into a a fellow person named Myron, who's played by Sinbad, who also played a genie that apparently didn't exist, but we won't won't go there. Uh, And these two get into shenanigans with each other back and forth throughout the entire movie because they're both looking for the same thing. They're looking for this Turbo Man, right? At one point, he decides to call home and check in on his wife. And while he does that, this lovely gentleman who lives next door, I wanted to say Phil, but Phil's his real name. (laughs) (laughs) R.I.P. R.I.P. to Phil. Uh, His neighbor... Uh, is actually in the in the kitchen baking cookies why why is he doing this because he's a family man he knows what it takes to close and why is he baking cookies because the mom who was too lazy to get the toy is upstairs being selfish taking a shower and the dad who's not at home spending time with family is out trying to find a gift that he should have gotten months ago so here we are here we are right If, if i mean honestly if i'm liz if i'm howard's wife 
I'm just going to drop my clothes. I'm going to leave Howard. And I'm going to go with, with the man who has the Turbo Man gift for his kid under mm-hmm. the tree, right? We'll call him Cookie Monster. <laughs> He's about to snatch them cookies. <laughs> <laughs> I may need a minute on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we'll fast forward. And uh, also, the other thing that happened when he left is he promised Jamie that he would take his son to the parade, which he ends up not doing because in true fashion, he ends up at this parade. And by some miracle, he ends up as the Turbo Man because he goes through this backstage and promised that he would get uh, some doll by... You know, some Turbo Man doll. So he ends up as Turbo Man, and and Myron ends action up as... Action figure. Huh? It's an action figure. It's a doll. It's an action figure. It's a doll. It's 2021. They're the same thing. He identifies as a doll, <laughs> dumb. Okay? <laughs> yeah, you can't, you can't speak for Turbo Man. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what happens here, right? So what happens, he... He becomes Turbo Man, and he ends up getting a gold Turbo Man doll for his performance, correct? And he gives it to Jamie. But what does Jamie do? Jamie does the right thing in the Christmas season, and he hands this doll off to Myron, who ended up not being able to find Turbo Man either. And the reason Jamie decides this is because his dad is Turbo Man. He doesn't need a doll, not a doll, because his dad is that. So Howard gets out of this one. He gets out of this bullshit scam, and what a lot of people don't know is, have you guys all ever seen the post the post credit scene? Mm-mm. Yeah. This is how lazy this motherfucker is. He's putting the star on the tree. It's Christmas Eve. Who puts a star on Christmas? Your, your star should be up when you decorate your tree the first week mm-hmm. of December or possibly after Thanksgiving, whatever your deal is, fine. Yeah. And then he realizes as he puts a star on this tree, He never got a gift for his wife. Mm -hmm. What a fucking piece of shit. (laughs) See, that's going to happen to me this year, but I'm just going to say it's the supply chain and sound very smart about it. Yeah, yeah. God damn it, China! It's sitting in a boat in Long Beach. (laughs) You know? Holy fucking idea. It hasn't gotten off the ship yet. Don't tell Darius or anybody, but that's how I'm saving so much money this year on presents. I'm just saying it's the supply chain. I bought it. Hell yeah. Supply chain. Hell yeah. I'll get you. That's amazing. <laughs> just leave a note, like give cards, and don't even get like don't even get the good cards. Just get like the recyclable, like twenty five cent box cards. You know that say generic. It just doesn't even say Merry Christmas on it. it just says generic Christmas Christmas card. <laughs> generic and then, greeting and, and then, like quotations. Yeah, and then inside, and then inside, just write your gift is on a boat. I'm on <laughs> a <laughs> boat. <laughs> we need to put that on the karaoke. Yeah, <laughs> All right, so I'm going to throw oh, it to Casey shit. now because Casey was prepped about this, so he knows what's going on, and I think he has a movie as well. That's true, boys. So I know we were just talking about even myself personally maybe not being the better person and just you know saying everything's on the supply chain, everyone's gifts in the heart. So let's just talk about what it means to be a good person, okay? So, you know, Dome, this is going to go to you first. What makes a good human being? Um, I think part of it is being selfless. Selfless. I like that. Yeah. I like that. How, you know, could you expand on what you mean by selfless? So putting putting others before yourself. I like making, that. Making your actions 
not about some type of personal gain, just about the outside uh the outside entities that are around you making them better making them happier in some way and doing it just for no other reason than to see their happiness and their betterment that is very very philosophical thank you for that stoned uh you know we're, we're talking about what makes a what makes a perfect or a better human being what what makes a good society stone um just genuine authenticity authenticity yeah, i think oh, i like that yeah that's good I, I think just being true, not having a fake agenda, not being, you know, not having a veneer, you know, just being who you are. And I, I, th- I think that definitely needs to happen more. Um, cause like, you know, with these days, what we see with social media and shit, you know, some people like in person and be like, Oh, Hey, Hey, what's up? And then social media, they're like, fuck you. Blah, blah. And it's like, shit, why don't you be like that all the time? You know, like just be your true, genuine, fucking authentic self, you know? And just like, instead of having that two-faced like bullshit i think just needs more authenticity and more genuineness you know whether it be like positive or negative just be like actually who you are and not this you know post agenda bullshit and that's why uh the whovillians are pieces of crap my boys let me explain <laughs> so <laughs> you know we have this village so the movie the movie is the grinch and i was doing a lot of philosophical thinking the last few days, and I realized, I saw a tweet, and it said, you know, first of all, what is the Grinch? Is that his name? Is that his race? Is that his gender? We don't know what a Grinch is. And that is my point exactly, boys. We have an entire village of ignorant, ignorant people just, you know, just because someone is not like them, judging them, they are not being selfless. Maybe, maybe Christmas, you know, there's some sort of problem with the Grinch. Maybe, maybe there's some, some trauma that remains unaddressed that the Whovillians have been so ignorant to check with the Grinch about. And then they just let him be on this mountain. They don't check on him. They don't, I am just, I have become so emotional over the last few days, boys, realizing just how ignorant the citizens of Whoville have been in the mistreatment of those, you know, that don't have it as good as them, like the Grinch. They are not checking on their fellow man. And, you know, I, I don't even know if uh, Christmas would have been stolen if they would have just, you know, said hello to the Grinch. But they mm. didn't. Hallelujah! Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, if there's a, a movie that really, you know, teaches us about elitism in this country and, you know, just fascism, it's, 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 the, it, I, it's the Grinch. <laughs> um, <laughs> Let's yeah. hop on that train. I know, I know. I'm just, I'm getting, I'm too emotional. I'm too emotional to even continue. It's just, it's, it's a, it's a subject matter that, that touches me so much. And are we about really... to hit Camp Hooshwitz? <laughs> shit's, shit's on fire. <laughs> you know, the the whole movie could have just uh, been avoided by just a simple hello. Oh, you're absolutely right. 100%. I could not agree with this assessment more. I think the Whovillians were they were they were twats. Let's just put it out there. Mm. Well, and look That's at a great it. Like word Cindy, to describe. Cindy tried to fix this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she tried and everybody worked against exactly. her. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Everyone worked against her. I mean, look at the mayor. The mayor went out of his way to make him look like a fool. All, all because of what? 
All because he wanted to be the shining star. And everybody played because into he, it. Because he wanted the girl. Mm-hmm. And a brand yeah, new the car. The girl was really interested in the... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really, the girl was interested in that Grinch dick. You know what I'm saying? Hey. She was like, the green monster. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. It's <laughs> oh, <that was> terrible. <laughs> Jesus I heard another theory about the Grinch, by the way. Oh, do you tell? They're the who it's Whoville, right? So you know Whoville. And has have you guys heard of the movie called It's a Horton Here's a Who? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What are the Who's in Horton? They're a speck. The Who's live on a speck. So yeah. therefore the Grinch is minuscule who lives on the speck. That's deep. That's a t- yeah, because the movie starts out and they live in a snowflake. Mm-hmm. Correct. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's true. Mm-hmm. And nobody ever puts it together. Yeah. You know what? You know. So basically, wonder... they're all bacteria. Yep. <laughs> they're all asshole <laughs> bacteria. Exactly. And the Grinch is a booger. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Legit. Nice. That really ruins like any sort of like Christmas <laughs> joy when you're like, it's a movie about bacteria, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and trash. <laughs> so not Hey, there's another there's another connection. The Grinch collects trash, right? Mm-hmm. And what is he trying to do with the Who's? Maybe the Who's are his trash, like another version of his trash. And he's trying to fix them. He's trying to he's trying to doctor them up. I Fuck love the Who's. I- I absolutely love, though, when the Grinch comes out and just starts firing on all cylinders, and he's like, I could hang myself with all the fucking Christmas neckties I found in the dump. And I was like, oh, shit. Damn. (laughs) So we're like, y'all fucking suck, and you're telling me I suck. Fuck you. God, that's the best shit right there. (laughs) Still one of my favorite movies. I don't care. Hell yeah. You know what one of my favorite movies is? Hmm. It's what you're going to do, Dome. The plumber mm-hmm. movie that I got coming up? <laughs> Johnny Six Busty Inch Pipe. Nine. <laughs> How'd you see it? <laughs> it's Frozen Pipes Part 2. Yeah, what are you going to do, Dom? What do you got for us? Uh, die Hard. I got Die Hard. Um, I thought that I would actually challenge myself. Are you, you uh, going to reverse it and say that it should be called like Die Soft? So no, 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 no. It should, die Hard, Die Hard works. Um, it's just that John McClane should have been the one to die. Oh, yeah, do tell, please. I'm ready for this. Um, mm. So the movie starts off with uh, John McClane on a plane, and uh, <clears throat> you quickly realize that he is an unsupportive husband who is selfish, and he's an asshole, right? So his wife gets his job, and rather than moving across country from New York to support her, he stays there because it's all about him and his job, right? He's the most important part of their relationship. It's not a two-way street, right? So the first thing he does when he gets to her off this plane is he starts a fight with her, right? Who the fuck does that? Like you're, He says that he loves her and that he wants her back, but the first thing he does is start a fight. That makes no sense whatsoever. So proves that he's just a narcissistic asshole right there, right off the bat, within the first, like, 20 minutes of this movie. Then you look at Hans Gruber, right? And then it goes right in. Like, the movie gets kicked off. Hans Gruber has a specific reason for taking over Nakatomi Corporation and Nakatomi Plaza. And the reason being is because of the greed that is embedded in 
the Nakatomi Corporation. And he says that right off the bat, that he is there for good intentions to prove that these people are evil and corrupt. So Hans Gruber goes goes on to say um, that this is a lesson. This is a lesson for them to, to uh, become better people. And... It, and he goes on to also say that he doesn't want to hurt anyone, that he only wants to hurt the people that deserve it. Gruber tells uh, Tagaki that he isn't a terrorist and all he wants is the code on the computer. So it's a basic, simple request, right? Nothing fancy, nothing out of the ordinary. Uh, but he's met, he's met with, I don't know the code. Well, how do you not know the code? It's your fucking corporation. Like, obviously he's lying, right? So... Tagaki tells Gruber that he doesn't know the code and he's just going to have to kill him. Well, if you give Gruber the option, hey, look, you you want me to kill you. Okay, fine. So he kills him. He gives him what he wants, right? Well, then McLean runs into the first bad guy. The bad guy says, there are rules for policemen. And McLean responds with, that's what my captain keeps telling me. Meaning he regularly doesn't follow rules and procedures. Then he goes on to kill this guy without even trying to detain him. And then he poses him inside the elevator with a note that says, now I have a machine gun, ho, 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 which just is trying to antagonize Gruber and, and all of his men. When Gruber addresses the group of people, he tells them he wants everything to go smooth and didn't intend on hurting anyone. He even moves them after McLean's, McLean's little stunt so they don't panic so much showing that he has empathy. When the cops don't respond to the way McLean wants them wants, he throws a body out of the window creating chaos and almost killing an innocent cop and anyone else potentially walking around outside. Then you have Holly Gennaro taking the lead from the hostages, asking Gruber for things like a couch for the pregnant woman and a bathroom break. Gruber doesn't hesitate, he complies, showing he has compassion. When the cops try to breach Gruber makes sure he tells his men just to wound them, showing he doesn't want to kill anyone unnecessarily. That's when McLean promptly destroys half the building with C4 and sprays glass all over the police outside, risking more innocent lives. The cops tell McLean to stand down. He ignores the chief and proceeds with his cowboy-style Rambo bullshit. John has a chance to avoid issues by telling them where the, the detonators are, but instead he decides to ignore the request, putting everyone in jeopardy, insisting to just give Gruber more grief. Gruber re replies by politely asking for them. He just wants he just wants to know where the detonators are so he can get done with this. Now after a mass amount of chaos, John gets to the roof where everyone is and he only cares about his wife and that's it. Why would you not care about all the other people, all of these other innocent people? You're not a real hero because a hero cares about everyone, not one, right? McLean finally catches up to Gruber and Holly gives John, excuse me, when, when McLean finally catches up to Gruber and Holly, Gruber gives John an out, but John shoots him, and then Holly pushes Gruber into the window, and what ends up happening after that? We all know. Gruber falls to his death. Oh. I watched now, the wrong one. I was about to say they all fucked. <laughs> I watched the wrong one. Yeah, that was Here's called try hard. Here's the ah. kicker, though. Even, even before Gruber fell to his death, he could have shot both of them and chose not to. He chose to leave them alone and mm. not shoot either one of them in the face. He had a clear shot. He had a moment. It could have happened, but he did. What a guy. He's a good guy. Hans for president. He's a good guy. Gruber was a good guy. He had no intention of hurting anyone unnecessarily in that entire movie. But John McClane was a twat face 
selfish bastard who just wanted to take his wife back into his control, the narcissistic you know, prick. You know what's one thing I always wondered? Hmm. How did John McClane not get, like, staph infection? Yeah. <laughs> his fucking feet were torn up from the glass, and he's just walking around just on, like, broken glass feet. I'm just... How did he get knock at staff? You know, like Die Hard Two should have been him in the hospital going, "It's fucking fevers, man! It's fucking fevers!" Fighting God, for his damn life. It's fighting for his life from yeah. staff. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Hey, have you guys <laughs> ever smelt mothballs before? <laughs> yeah, that is the once again the most Jewish question I have I have ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> so, follow up question: um, How did you get their legs open? <laughs> Tweezers. <laughs> uh, you know, one Christmas, a little boy wrote to Santa Claus saying, "Please send me a sister." Santa wrote the kid back, said, "Okay, please send me your mom." <laughs> <laughs> um, oh shit! Hey, yeah, what happened to the man who stole an advent calendar? He's counting he days. 20... Oh, go ahead. He got twenty-five days. Oh, there you go. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, AJ. Yeah. Can you the music for me? Sure. And the show has reached a new low. It's Dad Jeopardy! You would think we would just have that spliced on a soundbite that we pump in, but we just like to do it live every time. We make it, it just likes, harder it on just ourselves. I'm going to throw a curveball on this one. Um, yeah, yeah, curveball. Bitch, I worked hard on this fucking episode of Jeopardy. <laughs> I swear to God, <laughs> I will fucking put my headphones down and kick your fucking little ass. <laughs> Casey's like, I'm getting a drink for this. Uh, no, all I was gonna say is I'm going to step back and watch this one and make the stoned and Casey go one on one versus each other, because we have to have somebody versus the dads, and I typically kick AJ's ass in this game. Yeah. So I'm just gonna yep. take myself out of this one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the L, and uh, I want to watch the chaos of Dad Jeopardy ensue between these two. All right. So let's do it. Take it away. So. Uh, Casey, we're going to do Dad Jeopardy. We're going to have three categories, right? We're going to have five questions in each category. Points are as associated. So question one is 100, two is 200, so on and so forth, right? Mm -hmm. um, I will tell you the categories in a second. Uh, we would like for contestants to answer in true Jeopardy form. Um, we have not held anybody accountable for not doing it, though. So for Feel a while. Free. For a while. Since the start. <laughs> when he says for a while, he means since the beginning. And by what we mean by <laughs> holding people accountable, it's we're holding AJ accountable. That's what he means. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sounds good. Even though, even though you've done it too, <laughs> but it's been me more so. <laughs> hey, you can't beat him. Join him. It's right. True. So true. here are here are our three categories for Jeopardy. We have random Christmas facts, Christmas eats, so facts about food, and Christmas songs. All right. Um, why don't you guys pick a number between one and it doesn't matter. Casey, you can go first. 42. I was, I was, I was going to guess that. <laughs> 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 All right. So go ahead and choo choose a category, and then you can start with whatever point uh, total you'd like to. Let's do facts for 300. Okay. So nine days before Christmas in 1965... 
two astronauts aboard the Gemini 6 told Mission Control that they saw an unidentified flying object about to enter Earth's atmosphere, traveling in the polar orbit from north to south. Just as things got tense, they interrupted the broadcast with what song? Ooh. Uh, I'm gonna go with Santa Claus. What is Santa Claus's coming to town? No. What, what number was this again? Three. Oh, they're hard. Yeah, this is this is wild. This was a 300 oh, question? Damn, that was gonna be my guess. What <laughs> like, fuck? This is amazing. Um... Just because I want to hear you read it again, can you read it again? Yes. Nine days before Christmas in 1965, two astronauts aboard the Gemini 6 told Mission Control that they saw an unidentified flying object about to enter Earth's atmosphere, traveling in the polar orbit from north to south. Just as things got tense, they interrupted the broadcast with what song? What is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? No. What is Jingle Bells? Oh, okay. Hey, Jordan, okay. can you keep track? I'm doing it right now. That's why I asked. Beautiful. So it's right. still zero zero. Okay, Casey, you're still going. Sounds good. Let's do uh, let's do facts again, but for two hundred. I learned my lesson. Okay. All right. In 1848, a drawing of Prince Albert and his family in front of a Christmas tree appeared in the Eng- in this English city newspaper. Lon- what is London? Beautiful. Oh, thank God. <laughs> That'd be so bad. What do you do, Casey? I do fact videos. And then you get zero right on, on like innocent dad jeopardy. <laughs> so it it is said it is said that this that this was what created the trend for using trees for Christmas. Okay. Right. Oh. Little tidbit. So alright. You're up. Keep going. All right, let's do uh, food for 300. All right. This cake was made with the intention of lasting all year long. What is fruit cake? Yep. All right, has anyone ever had fruit cake? Because to me, fruit cake doesn't exist. It's just something I see in cartoons. <laughs> uh, when I was I a kid, so. my aunt made it every year, and it was terrible. Is it? So it's as bad as they say it is? Yes. Yes, it was like the it was like the one guilty pleasure that I thought was gonna be cool because it's made with alcohol. So I was like, yeah, I'm gonna get to eat this cake now. I never, I never wanted it after I had it the first time. I was like, this is terrible. I don't want this again. <laughs> All right, let's let's do we're we're gonna swing for the fences here. Let's do eats for five hundred. All right. The typical Christmas dinner includes approximately how many calories per person? Ooh, Christmas. Well, that's the problem. Is for me, it's like. 5,000 for the average human being. I'm going to say, what is 1,500? It's gotta be, is it higher? What is 2,000? No. You were actually closer with your first guess, Casey. It's 7,000 calories. No! 7,000. Oh my god. Whoa. Yeah, that's insane. (laughs) That's just dinner. That's just, just yeah, yeah. That's just dinner. That's not the cheese and salami yeah. platter I have at like nope. 4 p.m. <laughs> right? <laughs> you mean them Chardonnay boards? <laughs> them charcuteries? I like oh, them charcuteries boards. Shout out, Adi. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're still yours. AJ's uh-huh. not going to get a chance. Mm. Still five to Let's do uh, songs. Do we do, do we have songs for 500? 
Yep. Sure. Two songs for 500. All right. The voice of Tony the Tiger also sang this Christmas song. Fuck. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, what is. I'm trying to think of like what he sounds like in my head and what. Uh... So I'm going to go yeah. with What is White Christmas? No. Ah. Oh. You're going to kick yourself. Probably. I don't know. I have little stubby legs, so I might not reach, but. <laughs> can we can what we have a your con- case? Huh? What, what was your guess, Casey? White, White Christmas. Christmas. Mm. It's going to be really awkward uh, if it turns out the voice of Tony what, the what Tiger. What is a is holly jolly Christmas? No. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Oh. Oh. I was trying nice. to think of other songs that had a nice. deep voice, like the Tony the Tiger voice. I was like, yep. I can't think of it. Now I'm like, nice. damn it. That makes sense. I'm <laughs> myself like you said. You would have really threw me for a curveball, though, if you would have said it was Mariah Carey. Uh, all I want right. is you. <laughs> She's got a range. Let me I tell carry you. deep throat voice. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, let's do, what was the first category? The uh, Was that facts? Yeah. Yes, just random and Christmas facts. Facts for 100. Facts for 100, okay. Alex. The tradition of Christmas trees goes all the way back to ancient Egyptians and Romans who decorated with this tree. Oh. Oh. What is a spruce tree? No. What is a pine tree? No. Evergreen. No. Evergreen. Oh. Okay. I'm realizing I know nothing about plants. <laughs> Jordan's over there like, I knew all these answers. <laughs> I should have played this game and whooped ass. Yeah, right? <laughs> I, I, so this, this one's I will hard. say this. Yeah, th- this one, this one, it, 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 it was unintentionally hard. Yeah. Oh, it's brilliant. As I was looking for questions, it, it, I realized that some of these are are going to be very difficult. I mean, it's still wide open. Casey's only up five hundred to nothing. That's, I mean, yeah. so, and it's still his turn. <laughs> I no, I, th- I think these are brilliant questions. Let's do. Uh, do we have food for four hundred? Yes. Let's do food for four. This one's my favorite question. This candy was made to keep children quiet during church. Oh, no. Um, what are candy canes? Bingo. Ah! I was going to say, what is melatonin gummies? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, shut the fuck up before I beat your ass. <laughs> Casey, you up nine to zip. Damn. Uh, two questions can turn the tides. That's true. Let's do. Do we have songs for five hundred? No, uh, no. We uh, we have that one gone already. You have. So I'll one, take a, two, whatever's left. Uh, one, two, or four. Oh, let's do four. Let's do four, baby. Songs for four. For songs. Okay. Yeah. Irving Berlin wrote this song and hated Elvis Presley's version of it so much that he tried to get it banned from radio. While Bing Crosby's version is the highest selling single of all time. Oh my god. So it has already been said on this po- on this podcast. Oh, so it, I I'm going to say what is white christmas. Bingo. <laughs> Love it. See, that's I 50 million plus. That's that's how many sales? 50 million plus. That's like that's great. It was streamed on Spotify. That's like 5 cents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, times are different. <laughs> oh my goodness. Let's do facts for 5. All right. Christmas was almost celebrated during this time of the year. What is uh, 
gonna go with springtime, like Easter time. Yep. Wow. Oh. All right. A long time ago, Pope Julius the first decided that Christmas should be celebrated on December 25th. However, history points out it wasn't because it was the date that Jesus was born. Instead, many people believe it was to overshadow a pagan festival called Saturnalia, which also hmm. happened on the 25th. Oh, that's, that's a cool sounding name though for something. Hmm. Yeah. Bring it oh. back. Right. <laughs> it makes it makes sense that they would try to overshadow a pagan festival with like that. Yeah. It makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I can't even win anymore because there's not enough points. No. No, it's like Joe's got gotta... Connor McGregor, no shot. <laughs> no <laughs> shot. Over. Gotta hit the dad daily double. We still got right, so we still got here's what of, we can do. Yep. I'll give I'll give you guys the question. Whoever whoever wants to chime in can chime in. I'll give you guys the the last remaining questions. So let's go we'll with do... facts for four. Yep. Albeit not for a religious reason, the majority of the country celebrates Christmas approximately what percentage? So what percentage of the country celebrates Christmas? What is 80%? Uh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. It was like, like 80%. 85. Oh, 85. so Ooh, close. i will give close. it to you. That's a good guess. Oh, thank you. All right. Uh, Christmas eats for 100 the Jamestown settlers created the first American batch of this creamy Christmas drink. What is AJ's What is eggnog? <laughs> AJ got it. If it's eggnog. <laughs> it's eggnog. Yeah. Right. AJ got a point. <laughs> hey! All right, here's 200. This food ranks as the Christmas favorite for tables all over the U.S. What is ham? Oh. Yep, it's Ooh. ham. I was surprised by that. I, that's what I would have guessed was ham. Yeah. For me, for me, it's Jack in the Box because it's like the only fast food place they open on the twenty fifth. <laughs> also, China Go Go. Yeah, yeah Jack exactly. In the box tacos. That's awesome. I, I, lo- I personally, I like Chinese food for Christmas. I'm a big fan of doing something like that on Christmas. Christmas alone. Um, mm-hmm. What about you, Casey? Do you guys do? Do you have you ever done anything different, or do you have a tradition? Oh, it's all it's all about the Chinese food. That's it. It's. Uh, you do all the fancy cooking for Thanksgiving, and then once you get that season out of the way, it's just let's just let's just DoorDash thing. Right, I'm there. All right, so Christmas for or Christmas songs for 100, right? Is where we're at. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. The glaring bright identifier to this song's main character was originally thought of as a signifier or chronic for chronic alcoholism. <laughs> <laughs> what is Grandma got ran over by a reindeer? I got this one. Go ahead, Casey. No. What is Rudolph? Yes. Yep. <laughs> it's Rudolph. Yep. What? Oh, red yeah. nose. Ah, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> red his, his red, his red nose was thought of as a signifier for chronic alcoholism. Yeah. <laughs> just got it's so crazy. sad. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> like first, first, who and he's the lead in the sleigh. <laughs> first, like who right. builds like some Osmosis Jones bacteria movie. Then... <laughs> <laughs> All right, last two. This song is the first song to mention Santa Claus. And it was in 1864. What is Here Comes Santa Claus? No. Uh, I I have no... See, I don't know songs like before 1960. I, I, I was surprised at this one. I was surprised at how, how late back this song actually went. It's up on the rooftop. Hmm. Because hmm. I thought that was in like the 19-somethings. 
Yeah. Nope. They didn't have That's roofs it. back then. Right. <laughs> All right, last one. And this one, this one, I feel kind of like a dick for this one because I put it in the middle and I probably shouldn't have. While she was hanging around in 1958, Brenda Lee created this song at just 13 years old. Oh. Uh, what is, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas? Nope. Ooh, that's a good guess. That's a good one. That's a, I, I could hear her voice. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, I see Mommy kissing Santa Claus. No. Rocking around the Christmas tree. Ah. These are great trivia questions. This is a great one. Well, these are these questions are really good. I think uh, by my count, uh, Casey twenty three hundred points, AJ three hundred. Sprinkles are for winners. Sprinkles are for winners. (laughs) Dump the sprinkles on Casey. Way to show up for the dads, AJ. AJ has me where he wants me. He's, this is, it's all part of the plan. It's all part of the plan, baby. <laughs> Things are in motion, as always. Well, that's it. Yeah, I uh, I had fun this yeah. episode. Yeah, that was a that was a good that was a good dad's jeopardy. Those are hard questions. That, that might have been really hard. That might have been the hardest set that you've come up. I'm sorry, with. Casey. Probably. Oh, yeah. it's what do you mean? Sorry, he, he, he should be apologizing yeah, but... to, to our host, who's supposed to bring in the win for the dads. Yeah, this goes on my resume. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is a new TikTok fact. Fact: AJ got his ass whooped. Yeah. <laughs> and then it just shows a picture of me over there, just like eyes like white, like shut, just like what? Yeah. <laughs> Who did? Forgot he was even playing halfway through. What? Three thumbs. I didn't know we was playing a game. AJ, I was rolling a joint. You didn't even get to pick one, did you? No. <laughs> no. No. He didn't. No, he, oh no, he didn't. No. No, he no, didn't. I didn't. No. because <laughs> no, the the points that you did give him, that you actually did give him, came after the fact. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, they came when you were doing the lightning round thing. Yeah. yeah. So really, Casey won like fifteen hundred to zero. <laughs> <laughs> That's rough. That's too much. Um. Well, yeah. So, uh, it is Christmas time. This episode drops three days before Christmas. Everybody out there, if you're celebrating Christmas, have a great Christmas. Enjoy family time. Enjoy your loved ones. Hug them. Kiss them. Fuck them if you want. You know, if they're appropriate. You know, no incest shit. You know, like husband. Alabama. Yeah. No Alabama hot pockets up in here, okay? Roll, <laughs> Roll tide. tide. Uh, yeah. Uh, have a Merry Christmas, and we will catch you the following week for New Year's with another special guest. Uh, but before we exit, Casey, you want to take the floor again and shout out yourself again for people? Sure. Uh, my name is Casey Rosenberg, at Casey Rosenberg, C-A-S-E-Y-R-O-S-E-N-B-E-R-G. And it's just been an honor. I never said this uh, before, I don't think, when we started the episode, but this is my second podcast I've ever done. So thank you, Three Dads, for, you know, helping me through it, being three amazing hosts for this. Because it's, it's hard work. This is such a different medium than what I normally do. So it is fun. <laughs> I appreciate it. And uh, that's we, why we that's why you're you're in the director's chair. We greatly appreciate you for coming on, and yes. it was a blast, and it's good to meet you finally. Yeah, I mean, Likewise. I we share the last same last name, so we got to be related somehow. It's going to be really up, guys? when yeah. I find out like we have the same mom. <laughs> it's more likely it's the same dad. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm about to say. 
<laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Shit. Uh, AJ, you want to you wanna plug us up real quick? Hell yeah. You can find us on any social media platforms for Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. You can find our YouTube. You can get everything on our um, uh, Dads on Dayquil uh, Linktree page. You can find our merch on there. You can find uh, buy us coffee. Get on the Shinesty. Uh, shinesty.com uh, dad's promo code dad's on dequal 10 will get you $10 off an order of $30 or more you can use it multiple times order for something for 30 bucks $10 off boom another order and so on and so forth get whatever you want get yourself dripped in the eternal swag always drip your balls we love you and uh, stay tuned for our bonus episode that we'll be dropping shortly after maybe you're listening to this one, our Dad's Drunk Karaoke first annual. There will be more. Or maybe mm. just first episode. It might be more than annual. It might be more than once a year. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, also be on the lookout for our Patreon coming in 2022. We'll get at you. We'll catch you next week. Casey, thanks for coming on. Well, thank you, Dad. Thanks so much, buddy. Peace out. There we go. Later! Dad's out. Hmm. Hey guys, mm. I started a no. new business. I started mm. selling lands landmines disguised as prayer mats. <laughs> Profits are through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> Does it say welcome here? <laughs> <laughs> it says look up. That joke, that joke was a banger. <laughs> <laughs>